Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, June 10, 2022. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new like, There once was a ship that called the sea. Fuck, I forgot the lyrics. <laughs> I memorized that first part from the TikTok video. Have you guys seen that video where that guy's dancing? And the colors of his sweater change. I watched that video for maybe like 10 minutes the first time I saw it. And I memorized the song. Well, I thought I did. There once was a ship that set to sea. Oh my god, I forgot it now. Anyway, how's you guys? How, how's you guys? How's your guys week? How did it go? Anything new? Nothing? Really? You don't say. I had a lot. Of, I had a very eventful week. So last time I shared on the podcast, I was... Uh, going through my final few shoot days in Cavite. So I had my last shoot day last, this past Monday. It was a lot of fun. So I stayed at Escala, Escala Tagaytay. Very beautiful place. I, I, I got to stay there for free, but I was looking at the room rates, or they told me it's like the minimum. I think the, the cheapest room is like 7K. So nice place. They had a pool. I don't like the, I don't go swimming, so I didn't really use it, but the pool is nice at night. There's lights on the bottom. They have a gym there, which I didn't use. They had a live acoustic performance every evening, if I'm not mistaken, according to the the people there, the concierge. The food was delicious, the, what they gave me. So I had this big-ass pasta. I had some wings. I had their caldereta for lunch. Oh, it was so good. And then the shoot day itself was very entertaining. So this one wasn't with Iguera. Most remember, I, cho- I, I shared with you that I... Got to hang out with historian, food historian, Ige Ramos. But this one was just a solo shoot. And it was mostly B-rolls. And it was strange because this shoot took us the longest. So B-rolls, once again, I don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast. But B-rolls are like not main shots. They're like secondary shots. So the main shots are of me. Talk- I don't know if those are called A-rolls or main rolls or whatever. But the main shit is me talking to the camera, explaining what's going on. But then there's B-rolls. So B-rolls is just... Secondary footage of me like walking into the store, looking around, smiling, smiling. It's basically commercial acting. That that's what B rolls are, and we it was mostly B rolls for the mo- whole day. And I don't know why it took us the longest, <laughs> but it was easy work for me because I in the whole you know, we started around five something a.m. five a.m. I think was my call time. We got done around nine p.m. So do the math on that: twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen hours. And in those 16 hours, I had two lines of dialogue, maybe three. And the rest of it was just going to different places, setting up and filming shots. So we went to, so Escala was was the first place we filmed. And then we went to this restaurant called Josephine Restaurant. Josephine. It's so good. I mean, I had their bulalo, huge bowl of bulalo, which is not that expensive. I asked them how much it costs. It's good for five or six. And it's only like 1,200 pesos. Good shit. So, Bulalo, the view, I have to say, the view is incredible. Like, I, the, the view is just breathtaking. 
And, you know, there's not many views that are breathtaking in my opinion, but it was really, whew, from Josephine Restaurant and the other one. The end of the night, we ended up going to not Bag of Beans, but there's another one that's owned by the same company. I think it's called Chicharito or Chicharito? Chicharito? Something like that. Let me, I wrote it down. It's called Chicharito. Wait. Charito. It's called Charito. So Charito in Tagaytay. Also really good. Because also, I did not know that Tagaytay is part of Cavite. So, or I guess most of it is, or part of it is in Cavite. Because most people say, let's go to Tagaytay. No one says, tara, let's go to Cavite. <laughs> Everyone goes to Tagaytay. So little did I know. So Josephine, bag of beans, Escala, anything else that I missed? Oh, uh, I got some coffee. I, coffee was given to me. This was when we were on not the Monday shoot, but the, the shoot bef- the day the shoot day before that. We were in, I believe, Imus, and there is a coffee shop called Amadeo Amadeo Coffee, and they gifted me this drip coffee shit. So you just you, it's like an it's not instant. So they have the beans in this pouch thing that you just put over your cup and you pour it over it so that. It's it filters the 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 bean the water through the beans or whatever, dude. The the ones they gave me really delicious, but it fucks me up. Like it's so strong, bro. It's so strong. My heart was palpitating, palpitating for the whole day. So I don't think I can drink it anymore because it fucks me up. I I got super dizzy and hungry. So I'm I'm gonna have to either drink maybe a quarter of a cup at a time now. Who knows? Who knows? So yeah, shout out to the team at uh, Cinematica and to DFA for uh, letting me do that cool project. Cavite, the live stream for that will be on June 25, if I'm not mistaken. So you could probably find that on YouTube or wherever. Fiesta Filipinas. All right, so that's my shoot in Cavite. What else did I do this week? Mm. Oh, I I watched. What did I watch? I rewatched Top Gun with Baeng, Top Gun Maverick. Still good the second time, but we didn't watch it in IMAX, unfortunately. And I've already watched it twice. I don't think I could go see it a third time because I'll be like, eh. I don't think I've ever watched a movie three times. And no, yes, I have. I have, but I fell asleep when I did. Like when I did go watch it. Uh, <laughs> what else did I do? Oh, yeah, Jurassic. You guys hear that little uh, creepy voice in the background? Resorts World, Manila. Jurassic World. We watched Jurassic World. And what do you think of it? Trash? Out of 10. Give me a rating. Four. Four. Marissa gives it a four out of 10. I give it a six. So four out of, yeah, Jurassic World Dominion. You know, it, it's one of those things that you just you just have to watch it because you're a fan of Jurassic. Like, I love dinosaurs, and I love Jurassic Park. Like, one is great. Three, I actually enjoyed, even though people hate it. Two was okay. I didn't like two at first, but I rewatched it maybe last year, and I was like, oh, it's not so bad. And Jurassic World, the first one, the the, the first one with, um, with I keep calling I, his name is Owen in the show. Uh, Chris Pratt, my boy Chris Pratt. Who I think is a, he's a religious, religious uh, cult guy now, right? I don't know. But the first Jurassic World was actually really entertaining. 
the one after that, the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was garbage. And then this one was, I would say, not equally garbage. Probably better than the, the, the last one, but also not very good. It, it hits points for nostalgia, bringing back the, the main three, Sina, I know, um, Malcolm and fuck, what are their names, man? Alan and I forgot Laura Dern's name in the movie. But yeah, Dominion was just overall disappointing. Not was there enough? I feel like maybe there wasn't enough dinosaurs. But even if they, because they went down a different route, not to spoil anything too much, they 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 go into like locusts or like insects, which they touched upon in the first movie, right, with the mosquito. Um, but it's not in that same line. But you know, what I mean, so I don't mind if they shift a little bit away from dinosaurs. But I feel like for a dinosaur movie, there wasn't enough dinosaurs. Um, and. The action sequences were okay. There, it's it. There, nothing hits like the first Jurassic movie when they are when they first run into the dinosaur. Maybe maybe that's what it is. I think it's because we've become so numb to seeing dinosaurs on screen that it just doesn't hit the same. Because when you first watched Jurassic Park, how many dinosaur movies have there been? I'm sure there were like you know some stop motion shit in the '60s or '50s black and white stuff but when when did you ever see a dinosaur movie before the first jurassic park i mean you could let me know because i was born in 1990 and that was the first time i saw any dinosaur shit on screen ever maybe if you're in the 80s let me know if there was a dinosaur movie that that was up to up to par to jurassic park i think after five movies um it just doesn't hit the same maybe because had this movie come out in 1998, people would probably be going nuts over it. Be- you know, even if they just use practical effects instead of CGI. Most of this, I think, was CGI. I don't think they did practical shit this time around. Which maybe also adds to the not as beautiful, or what do you call it? Maybe it doesn't, it, it adds to the, it doesn't add to the mystical factor anymore. Cause when you first watched the first Jurassic, they used like animatronics, right? They use clay models and robots and shit. It's not all green green screen. Maybe that's why. There are some cool sequences, though. There are some cool dinosaurs that I've never seen before, which I thought were really cool. But that's the thing. Once again, they they really did not have enough focus on the dinosaurs. Uh, The way that the, the main cast from the original and then the main cast from the second trilogy, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard... The way they met was organic enough. I don't think it was forced. I just feel like the way that they all came together was a little bit too deuce ex machina. Is that the right term? It's just so convenient that they all happen to be there. Right? The coincidence. And if you are wondering, do you have to watch the second movie in the the new trilogy to understand this one? Kind of. But I I erased the memory of the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom from my mind that I completely forgot what the hell happened there. And then, so there's a character in this the latest movie, the girl, there's a little girl who was in the second movie. And I completely forgot that that storyline existed. When I saw her in the new movie, I said, oh yeah, I kind of remember that. But I don't care about this, this character. I don't care about her at all. Because in the second movie, I didn't care about her either. 
I, I feel like that's where they messed up. They continued a storyline that nobody gave a shit about. Right? I, I don't know. What, how could I have made it better? If you're so good, JC, well, how would you make it better? I don't know. Maybe have dinosaurs take over the fucking world. That would be sick. Where dinosaurs become the, you know, the, the main species and humans are living in ca- Like Planet of the Apes, but with dinosaurs. They should have done that. That's a, I guess that's a spoiler. It obviously doesn't happen, right? Cause at the end of the second one, or the end of Fallen Kingdom, you're like, oh shit, what's gonna happen? So minor spoiler, the dinosaurs kinda just integrate themselves into Earth. They're just like animals, right? They're in the jungle hanging out with elephants, right? They're making love to lions, you know? They don't really do that, but I assume there's a dinosaur out there that's just, you know? Hitting on the lionesses. Wants to be the apex predator in the Sahara. But I think it would have been great if they just went down like the darkest timeline of dinosaurs. You know, like the raptors are, you know, like here in the Philippines, they got here. And, it, you know, Mega Mall is fucking, there's no, there's, you know, Mega Mall's crushed. Right? There's, there's a pterodactyl nest in the middle of the fashion hall. That would be sick. I would pay good movie, good money. To see that kind of movie. Well, hopefully someone takes the... I mean, dinosaurs aren't trademark, right? Like, they're not the intellectual property of what even whoever made Jurassic Park. Was it Warner Brothers? I don't know. Because there's not that many dinosaur movies, right? How many dinosaur movies are there? There's that one Will Ferrell movie. Dinosaur movies. Let me... Like, live-action dinosaur movies. Journey to the Center of the Earth, the one with Brendan Fraser, I think had dinosaurs. Here, Land of the Lost, that's the one with Will Ferrell. King Kong had dinosaurs, and that was cool, right? Like the, even though I didn't like the King Kong movie, the one with, um, Adrian Brody and Jack Black, the, the dinosaur chase fight scene was sick. But there's not enough dinosaur, look, just Google dinosaur movies. There are no dinosaur movies. That are, that look good, at least. There are a lot of shitty looking direct-to-DVD dinosaur movies, though. Hmm. So maybe, maybe someone will, will, will approach a dinosaur movie in a grittier way. A Planet of the Apes dinosaur kind of movie would, would really do it for me. I don't even need them to talk. Cause, cause in the movies, the Jurassic movies, you know that the raptors are smart. And they don't talk. They just go, and then they look at each other and they're like, yeah, we're going to kill this one first. So, yeah, overall, very disappointing movie. But if you're a fan of the series, you still have to watch it because it, I mean, it's entertaining enough. But maybe I would wait. Maybe I wouldn't pay, I wouldn't watch it in IMAX. 100%. Don't pay IMAX for that. Maybe if you catch like a cheap screening, probably might be might be the vibe. All right. Uh, anything else? How long has the podcast been going? 15 minutes. Oh, I just downloaded a new game. I haven't played it yet because I've been so, 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 so bored with Call of Duty Warzone and Rebirth. I'm fucking sick of that shit. Yes. What? Oh, yeah. Okay, I also watched another movie. But before I got talk about that movie, let me talk about this game. So it's called Ori and the Will of the Wisps and Ori and the Blind Forest. O-R-I. So the first one is Ori and the Blind Forest. And then the sequel is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Because there are... There's a sale right now on Steam for games created by Bethesda and whatever this company is. So Halo and Microsoft, actually. 
So Halo is really cheap, like the Halo Master Chief uh, uh, bundle, which I might actually buy. It's only like 400 pesos, and you get six games, six full games. Uh, Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, ODST, and uh, Halo Reach. But I bought this Ori and the Will of the Wisps uh, bundle. So it's two games. It costs 350 pesos, I think, total. So I'll let you guys know once I play it. And on to the last thing that I'm going to talk about uh, to keep the podcast short. On Netflix, I watched the new Adam Sandler movie called Hustle. Uh, it's about a NBA scout for the Philadelphia 76ers. And he discovers this basketball player slash prospect when he's in somewhere in South America, I think. And then he brings him to the States and tries to get him to uh, into the NBA. It's pretty solid movie. It, it's not groundbreaking at all in terms of plot. Like I could literally have guessed the plot. Just I mean, just from what I told you, you already probably know what's gonna happen. But if you're an NBA fan, if you're a basketball slash NBA fan, I think you're really gonna appreciate it because there are a lot of cameos. Uh, some players play themselves. Most of them play themselves. There are some players that actually play characters like Ant. Uh, what's his name? The guy in the Timberwolves. He plays one of the main like antagonists. Really good. He did really good as one of the assholes in the movie. So there's that. Um, hustle. Adam Sandler. I think did a fantastic job. And I, I've, I've told, I've shared my love for Adam Sandler on this podcast. I think he's a fantastic actor. I love his comedic movies, even the ones that are critically panned. I love most of them. Do not watch Hubie Halloween, though. That movie sucks. I couldn't get past the first 40 minutes of Hubie Halloween. Terrible movie. But most of his movies, I really like. Like the murder mystery one. I think I rewatched that a couple weeks ago. Still, I mean, good shit. He makes fun movies. And then Uncut, if you want his serious shit, Uncut Gems. Even though Uncut Gems, he got a lot of reviews. I think his best performance on screen is probably Punch Drunk Love. He was really good in that movie. And then the other one, too. The one where with Don Cheadle. I forgot the name of that movie. But he was really good in that one as well. And Click. You know, Click is... Even though Click is marketed as a comedy, that shit is depressing as fuck when you watch it. And it's mostly because of Adam Sandler's acting. So, yeah. Hustle on Netflix. Go watch it. It's free if you have Netflix. Or if it's free if you're uh, writing on someone else's Netflix like I am. <laughs> anything else anything else uh, that's the podcast for this week uh i think yeah i've been kind of i'm just babbling now i really don't have anything else to talk about so yeah jurassic world so once again just to recap should you should you watch jurassic world dominion in theaters you wouldn't be missing out that much on anything there's nothing visually spectacular either like where it would be better experienced in theaters i don't really think so uh very forgettable villain as well, which I think is one of the main issues in uh, Jurassic in general, is that they try to push a villain when you can have just fucking dinosaurs. Like, who cares? Right? Who the fuck cares about, like, politics of dinosaurs and shit? I don't. Who cares about guys trying to, you know, evil scientists trying to, you know, take advantage of dinosaurs to, to, to cure humanity and make a lot of money. I don't care about that, man. I just want to see some pterodactyls fighting some T-Rexes and some F-16 with Tom Cruise uh, in a, a fighter jet. Right? Come on. 
Give me a million dollars for that idea. Top Gun Jurassic Park crossover. Fucking pterodactyls and Maverick sold. Book it. All right, that's it. That's the podcast for today. Enjoy your weekend. Anything plans? I'm meeting my mom tomorrow. We're going to go to the mall to eat. And I have a hosting next Friday, which I will probably update you on uh, probably the week after, I guess, because my hosting is going to be in the afternoon all the way till the evening, assuming they also get me to host the after party, which I hope they do because I charge extra money. So I don't know. It might be a slow week this coming week. I'm just going to relax. I've been doing a lot of voiceovers, just, uh, you know, making ipon ipon, hoarding the money because in October I might be going to the United States of America. And I will be there for maybe, you know, no longer than a month. But I, I, I plan to stay there for at least two weeks. You know, just get the United States out of my system. I, it's been seven years since I last set foot on American soil. Right? American soil. And we'll have Halal Show come out next week. I mean, there's a lot of stuff I was going to discuss on the podcast. But I feel like I should save that for Halal Show. Like the enforcer that got run over by Mega Mall. Shit is crazy, huh? You see that video? What else? There's like a cryptocurrency about uh, sexual uh, sexual uh, intercourse. I forgot. I didn't read into the details yet, but it might be some odd diva, which we haven't done in a while as well. Okay, so look out for that. Halala Show live at 1C Coffee is already out on the Halala Show podcast. So if you want to go listen to that, please do. Sorry for all the babbling and all the pauses in this podcast. I really had nothing prepared, but you're used to that. Okay, that's it. Follow me on social media. Send me a message if you want. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me. Later. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.